Welcome, everybody, out there to Raising Cane's episode 41. Uh, I've got a special guest today, my son, David Jr., and is, he's kicking off the podcast for 2021. Oh, dope. We haven't come up with a subject yet, but we're going to talk about kids going to high school and college and what you might not know they're doing since they want to come clean later. Because <laughs> I think they find that it's kind of fun to tell them what they did when you weren't paying attention. What do you think? I guess so. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a story. So you're like 27 now? Like, no, I'm 26. 26. Hey, close. I'm, Too many damn kids. I'll be, you only 26. I'll be 27. End of April. April 30th. So let's start with high school. What are some of the small things you did that I didn't know? Um, I don't know if I told you this. Oh, man. But there- <laughs> <laughs> So I had this friend, Cody, and he really brought me out of my comfort zone. We do a lot of uh, adventurous things. And one time, I remember you hadn't, I think you'd met Cody once or twice, but he'd never been over our house. And before he came over, you randomly stopped me at the bottom of the stairs and you said, do not sneak out tonight. And I was like, what? And you're like, don't sneak out tonight. And I was like, okay, I'm not. Like, I was so confused. I'm like, And you were so serious. Cody came over. Dude, let's sneak out. <laughs> Damn. I was like, no, I was like, I can't do it, you know. And he was like, uh, we're at Bovary. And he was like, let's let's just sneak out later tonight. And I was like, I don't know, we'll see. And so we snuck out of his house. No, and damn well, you're not supposed to sneak out. So uh everybody goes to bed and he's like, Let's sneak out. And I was like, No, my doors have alarms, we can't, you know, it'll beep, they'll know. And he said, well, Let's pop the window screen. And I was like, How do we do that? So we opened the front window next to the TV in the living room and he popped it out. And I was like, oh, and so where are we going to put it? (laughs) So he took the screen and put it next to the, uh, on the front deck. So we snuck out and we were gone for hours. Where'd you go? Ding dong ditching. um, Screwing around. Screwing around. And one house caught us and we were running. And the lights turned on, so it was this barn. It was down in Glen Eagle somewhere. So we hid behind this barn when people's lights were on for at least 30, 40 minutes, just silent. And I was like, how do we get home? He's like, I don't know. And so we didn't know where we were. And so we got to be home before 5. My dad wakes up, goes to work at 5-something. Like, we got to be home before 5 a.m. So it was like, we were fine. It was 2 or 3. Then it was 4. Then it was 4.30, and we were waiting. So then we just made a run for it. You were waiting behind this barn? Yeah, the lights turned off because people were looking because they didn't know who was out doing stuff in the middle of the night. But the time kept getting later and later, so we had to get home. So we finally find our way back to Bovary, their home street. So we go up the street, get to the deck, and I'm like, I hope nobody's up or awake. And so we get back inside. We climb through the window. And so I assume Cody can snap the window screen back in, but it's not going in. So I'm trying to pull it, and I, it's going click, click, and it's pretty loud. And I'm like, oh, i got to stop doing this. Someone's going to hear me. So I'm trying to click it in and, and, and pull it in really hard, but it won't go in, but it's making all this loud noise. And so eventually we put it to the side to do it later, and I shut the window and put the blinds down. And then I, um, like I hope nobody's awake, so I go upstairs to get a blanket. And I walk upstairs, and you're sitting at the table on your laptop. And I'm like, oh, no, he heard me. And you're like, what's up, buddy? You, just, you waking up? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I went back downstairs. And I was like, I don't know how he didn't hear us. I don't know if you were shutting the washing machine door or if you were walking across the floor, but I don't know how he didn't hear that snapping of that window screen. I thought you'd caught us. And I pretended I was falling asleep, and I grabbed my blanket and went downstairs, and I was like, he's awake. And Cody's like, what? 
and you barely, I don't know how you never figure that out, but and the next morning I, I snapped it in before anybody could see it. So yeah, that was That's one time. So wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. I swore you knew, but why don't you tell them about the time Easter? Tell them your version of the story for Easter. Oh my gosh. Why Easter the podcast. No, I was going to go to prom with somebody and then they, um, went with somebody else we were going to talk. And so I went to go see them and, and you were like, no, you can't go. And I said, well, I'm going to go. So, but, but why couldn't you go? What were you supposed to do? I had to pick up my grandma four hours later. So on the way to pick her up, I wanted to go get yoga with my friend and you were like, nope. And I was like, cool. I'm out. So I, I got the keys. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what almost happened. I don't know. We I, took the car. I, I think you almost died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I think you almost played with your life. Almost had the call, the ambulance and the sheriff. Ambulance? But, but I let you go. Ambulance. But I let you go. Um, sure. And live. But there How were many, many so, stories. So you're away from home. You're at college. You know, you're all alone. So what are some of the crazy things that, that happened in college? I don't think we did anything the most crazy stuff I think was in was in high school. Honestly, college we were pretty tame. Didn't you heat the apartment with the oven because it was so cold? I didn't know that was risky, but yeah, yeah. there there was part there was times kind of risky. We're talking, you know, carbon monoxide. We ah. were thinking about that. We, uh, but I think college, nothing. It was mainly high school in New York, but in college. You know, the town of Alamosa is pretty small, and we all just played music, and we were pretty pretty tame around each other, and I don't think we did This is your first anything. time away from home. <coughs> yeah, it was chill. Oh, man. It was, because it was the first time I had my own room, my own constant room, for about three or four years, I guess, because after the divorce, we moved 50-50 back and forth, so that was my first time being in a room again for for an extended period of time, so that was really nice. And then... In New York, though, there was one apartment I almost set on fire and one I almost flooded, and I did flood it. How do you set an um, apartment on, on fire? Well, we got home from work at like 2, 3 in the morning. We worked at this nightclub. And where I've grown up, in our houses, the, the cabinet underneath the stove is just a cabinet where you put stuff in. It's just like a uh, extra space, storage. In Jersey, that little that uh, under cabinet place heats up with the stove is a boiler is a boiler. Didn't know that. So, so uh, we had stopped by CVS on the way to get on the subway back home to Jersey um, when I was living in union city and it was me and my roommate, Jenny Lynn and uh, my roommate, Jamie, who Jamie just moved in. So it was his first or second night. And so I bought this frozen pizza that we could eat for dinner. So I got home put the pizza in the oven and uh, just let it cook. Walked to my room. We got changed. We all kind of got ready for bed and I smelled something and I didn't know what that smell was. So you put it in the oven to store it, not to cook it. No, I put the pizza in the oven to cook it. Okay. Just to cook it. And then we smelled something and we didn't know what it was and we kind of ignored it. And then Jenny Lynn, my roommate looked in the oven and there was this fire, just this little fire, just, just on the bottom of the oven and she's like, there's a fire. And I was like, well, it might be a pilot light. I don't know. And she was like, well, something's on fire. And then um, I said, I don't think so. So she pulls with her foot, she pulls the, the bottom drawer out. And this explosion of fire just goes in the kitchen. And we're screaming. And I see. Was there a fire extinguisher anywhere? No. I see her wooden 
cutting boards that I, I just put in there as storage <laughs> weeks before, weeks before. So the whole oven is just on fire. It's two or three in the morning. The alarm is going off. And she, I was like, what are we going to do? And she was like, contain it. So she kicks the door shut. The fire goes back in. I said, no, we got to put out the fire. So I pull it back out. Um, I take my shirt off, try to try to wave the fire alarm to be quiet. She takes water, we pour it on there, it gets bigger. And so Jamie gets out of the shower. He's in his towel staring at us. I'm trying to blow the fire alarm smoke away with my shirt. This fire uh, burns up everything in the bottom drawer of the oven. Um, we I think we did eat the pizza eventually. Uh, but that was a smoky uh, pizza. The pizza wasn't smoking. It was the oven and the cutting boards in the kitchen. But right. uh, the pizza itself was tasting fine. And then one time I, I flooded the apartment. I was uh, had a roommate who was just just horrible. Um, not the worst one, but horrible. And he would never do his dishes. And just it was just disgusting. A grown baby. He was 30-something, but just acted like a child. And so I got sick of it. So I was like, I'm going to clean all the dishes. I don't care. Nobody was home. So I plugged the sink. And I feel it. I'm like, let me let this all soak. I'm going to my room and hang up and different chords. And I walk away, have music in my ears. And my and it had been 20, 30 minutes. And I get a text from my downstairs neighbor like, is your apartment, like, is there water on your floor? And I was like, I looked at it and I was like, no, there's no water on my floor. And I was like, oh, no. So I run into the kitchen. It's a whole lake. Just <laughs> lake. Of water, and I'm like, oh no! So I go and I turn it off. Suds everywhere. So I run downstairs to her apartment. Uh, Jewish woman, very, very, you know, short Jewish, just very, very. Um, what's the word? I don't know what the word is, but she was not happy. So I run down there, and the Brooklyn apartment was. It's we were kind of in a newer complex, but it was still built kind of shady because it's it's Brooklyn. So we go in. I go in her apartment, and there's water. There's water coming from the crevices of the walls, coming through the sides of the walls, dripping from the light fixtures, coming out of the wall sockets, coming from the heater. And if managing a nightclub taught me anything, it's how to pretend to be calm when you know know that's not good. I'm looking around and she's like screaming and I'm bringing down my towels and I'm cleaning it up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my life is over. And so she's like, what does this mean? Is this like... Is my likes going to go out? And I was like, no, no, you know, this happens. I, inside I was screaming. I was like, oh, you know, I think it's fine. And then so I look at her ceiling and there's this bubble forming from the water (laughs) under Kelsey's room, this bubble, (laughs) like this big of a ceiling, this bubble. And I'm just like, and she's like, is that normal? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's just, I think it's just some air, you know? So do you want to pop it? And like she, pimple? Uh, no, she was like, has it been there before? And I was like, maybe I, it doesn't look weird to me. And I look back up a minute later and it's even bigger. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And through the walls, it looks like a Van Gogh painting. Water off, though, but you turned the water off. Oh, but it was far too late. Cause the water was still streaming through the walls. So there were veins of water coming through the walls in her living room, dripping on her stuff. She's just screaming. And I'm like, you know what happens? Yeah, I think it's fine. Whatever. And so I go upstairs and I, uh, and so I clean everything up and wipe it up. And then my floors or wooden floors, they start to, um, it looks like waves, literally waves. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, that's the only time in my life where I thought myself into a headache. I said, this is, this is the end of everything. Like I, I got to pay thousands of dollars, which in turn I ended up having to do, but it it all got taken care of. Um, it was only 3000, but that was not a pretty time. And so, uh, yeah, I almost lit one apartment on fire and then almost flooded the other one, but Everybody got alive and... And that's after college. 
Yeah, college wasn't crazy. We That's just interesting. I've never heard those two stories. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard those two stories. Yeah, those were uh, not some crazy times. But yeah, college was more tame. We just did, you know, just like vandalism and streaking and just, you know, sneaking streaking? out. Yeah. Like what? Like running college. naked? Yeah. In the middle Why? of nowhere. Because you can. Because nobody can stop you. Screaming in fields. Um, did you ever tip any cows? No. One time we were walking on ice and dancing on ice and having fun and just being dumb. And Skylar, um, Mariah was on the on the coast. I was kind of on the ice. Skylar was deep in the ice. And we look at Skylar, and it was like a split second. He fell through the ice. He was gone. Completely gone. Did I tell you this story? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jacket, camera, phone, just gone. disappeared. And, and Mariah, she said she was screaming. I don't remember. It was a blur to me, but she said she was screaming bloody murder, and I just didn't hear it. But I think, for me, time slowed down. And so I dropped on my stomach and inched forward and reached down. I just saw him flailing under the water. Whatever it wasn't a current, because like, he literally submerged under the sheet of ice. And so this I, on a lake, or this is a river? It's a river. And so I, um, I, I reached down. He grabbed my arm, pulled him up. Thankfully, the ice didn't crack, and he crawled back out. Um and we haven't talked about it much since, but, uh, but yeah, they're crazy times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> crazy I'm almost times. afraid to ask about any more. No, those weren't even crazy though. They were just by happenstance of either being dumb or just, but it know. could have been horribly wrong. Oh yeah. We, we, we know that. So that's, but that's the thing about when you're young, you know, things go horribly wrong. It's like, ah, it's okay. Ah, he lost an arm. I, I mean, it'll, we, it'll be okay. Thankfully, that didn't happen. You but, know, oh, you know, there's a bubble in the ceiling. Ah, that's normal. And it'll thankfully, okay. that that kind of subsided all the bubbles in the walls. But but nothing crazy. Like in high school, we'd go car surfing and stuff. And um, car surfing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Didn't tell you about that? No. God dang it! Man, no. There was one time where. I thought they were going to call you. We got pulled over by the cops. We got patted down in the middle of the road. I'm like, daddy's going to kill me. So what, what happened was we were with Cody and, uh, Cody seems to be the central figure here. Oh, he was. I'm I'll, so I'll grateful for this podcast to Cody. No, for sure. I'm so grateful for it. Cause it brought me out of my comfort zone. So we were, you know, we, he had an expedition and he'd be driving. And so we get on the claw out the windows and the top of the car and just hold on to the, as you know, the car is run, moving, going like forty or sixty, yeah, just holding forty it. or sixty, and just or down roller coaster road, or just in the back up of Mount Vernon, and so we'd be car surfing, or or one time he was driving, and me and Amber were on the back of the car, and he climbed out of the driver's seat and got on the top of the car on roller coaster. As he was driving, well, he was no longer driving. Okay, but, um, <laughs> so nobody was in the car, and we was going down uh, roller coaster. In the car. <laughs> <laughs> nobody was in the car. <laughs> Went on roller coaster at thirty or forty something, and just no one's in the car. Um. Yeah, but... Uh, Why did I want to do this podcast? I don't know. Wow. It's, it's all coming back to me. But one time we were car surfing and uh, we got back so in the car. So you this more than once? It was a, yeah, at least once a month or something. It was very often. And so, or we do a thing where the car, was, they drive away and we'd run and try to jump in the window. Um, that was really fun. So we were car surfing and we got back to the house and then we got a call from one of the guys um, who who still left there. He said, hey, the cops... Um, saw your car and they want you to come back because um, somebody reported us for car surfing. So we're like, oh no, crap. So me and Cody drive back. It's just him driving in the passenger seat. And we, we drive up and we meet up and the cops are there waiting for us. And I was like, oh no. Why do you, why oh, no. Do you go back? Why do you go back? I, 
looking back, I don't know. Because as reckless as Cody was, he was very much a man of integrity. So, like, the How calls to the, Wait, wait, wait. Reckless and integrity are in the same sentence. That's well, no, you, it's not hurting anybody. You know, if, if you are if you get caught, it's like, well, let's go back. Because somebody ratted us out. Because the cops tricked them. They're like, do you have any friends up here? He's like, yeah, we have a friend, you know. Like, what kind of car are they driving? Oh, they drive an expedition. He's like, oh, yeah, we saw that one. Where are they? And they're like, oh, well, we got to tell the cops now. So they called us. We came back. It was just our car because we were car surfing. Um, so we get up there. And um, I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, and Cody's like, David, breathe. We're going to be fine. Breathe. So we get up there, and the cop comes up to the window, and I'm like, oh. And the cop's asking his questions. And I'm like, yes, sir. No, sir. And Cody's like, stop saying, sir. You were fine. Just calm down. And so they're like, have you guys been drinking or anything tonight? Or, and we're like, no, we're not. You know, nothing. And so the cop walks away before he comes back, and Cody's like, I have an illegal butterfly knife in my glove compartment right now. And I was like, bro, What? So he takes a butterfly knife and he hides it deep, deep in the console. So we get out of the car. They search the car. Thankfully, they didn't find anything. So they pat us down in the middle of the road. So they pat Cody down real quick. Our hands have to be behind our back, folded. So our hands are behind our back in the middle of the road. And our legs are spread and we're standing there. They're patting us down. (laughs) (laughs) So he's patting me down the cop, just making sure there's no guns. Patted my crotch at least four or five times. Like, I don't know what he thought I was packing. But was patting up and down, like, feeling if there's any firearms or drugs. And then eventually they popped Cody's trunk and they saw Cody's dad's fire gear and the cop's tone changed. He said, Oh, you're a, uh, you fireman. And Cody's like, well, no, my dad is, you know, officer blank, blank, blank. And they're like, Oh, and their tone changed slightly. And the cops were like, well, you guys shouldn't be out here doing this. And I'll let you off, you know? And so, so Cody's dad saved your ass by proxy. Yes. So we got off. They gave us a very strict warning and yeah, they popped that trunk. Their tone changed in a second. Um, cause I think there's a you know, respect thing within the communities of enforcement. They're like, Oh, well, police and fire, you know? So that was, uh, that was crazy. It was fun though. And, and let's tell everybody out there. What does Cody do now? He's a, <laughs> <laughs> he is an accomplished fireman with yeah. two houses. Um, he, he has, he has slowed his role. Oh man. Thank you, Cody. Thank you for your service. He's, uh, he is, is doing his thing. All the guys are, um, yeah, he's married and, my friend Trevor is about to get married, and he's um, officially, I think, a trauma nurse at Memorial. Um, so all you guys grow up and actually do good things with yourselves, but back then you you were just reckless, adventurous, I would say. Remember when Cody crawled out of the or crawled in or crawled out of the top story? Yeah, window? I'd know about it till the next day because you didn't even tell us <clears> he came because yeah. you heard a noise in Dawson's room and you walked in and Cody was on the roof knocking <laughs> on the like, window dude, and you said, "Get the hell dude, off my roof, doing? dude! What's up?" <laughs> And I didn't even know he came by. He text, I think he texted me the next day saying, your dad saw me on the roof. And I said, whose roof? Your roof. So you didn't even tell us he came by. That's when he was in trouble with his parents. That was an interesting time. Kind of. Yeah. But hey, all kids go through it. Hopefully they end up like you and Cody and your other friends and don't kill themselves. Or I wouldn't say don't do stupid stuff because you guys all do. We have to do stupid stuff. Surfing. Does that part of the mantra, part of the thing of growing up? guy do stupid stuff excuse me yeah but i'm kind of a hypocrite i think everybody kind of is because if i had kids and they did half the stuff that i did oh my gosh what would you do oh my gosh what would you do? Spank no i'd have tra- not not i want to punch them i'd just be worried i'd put trackers on them i you know i would make sure is that a f- no it's a phone sorry go that's ahead a, that song is so old um no i would i'd freak out if i knew half the stuff my kids were doing so i either i wouldn't want to know or put you know some kind of finding device on them the craziest stories come from the you know people who've done the most 
the most crazy things. Well, we're going to end this podcast. That was fun. Man, I learned a lot. (laughs) I learned being daddy is rougher when you're older because you learn about all this crap they did when they were younger. And if I've learned anything, it's that my stories um, probably pale 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 in comparison to other people's stories. To my siblings' stories. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to have them on. Oh, Tion and Dawson were model citizens. Oh, no. Tion is probably a little more... um, a little more uh, not as open about her crazy stories I maybe heard a couple Dawson, Dawson Dawson and we're 25 26 so he'll tell me most of them there's still some that he still won't tell me I don't know what that means but I I feel like mine pale in comparison oh, to, gotta have him on the show. to Dawson he's not going to tell on the podcast alright everybody thanks for listening it was very interesting bye bye yo